Hello, Creakers, and welcome to the final mini-sode of the season. I am your host, Alvin Williams, and what a journey it's been. 13 incredible episodes, 13 confused and, and, and hopeful mini-sodes later. Here we are. Here we stand. What a season it's been. I'm so thankful to everyone who's been enjoying the journey. Last Creek, I went solo. Um, and the feedback and the reception of that really warmed my heart. It really gave me confidence. A lot of people enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I don't, I can't put a number on how many of them did. All I'll say is I didn't get any negative blowback. So that tells me, hey, man, you did a good enough job that, you know, people are fine with you doing by yourself. And that's all I wanted. That was, that was the litmus test that I was looking for. And I passed it by my standards. In this mini-sode, I'm going to give some shout-outs to some incredible listeners. I'm going to read some emails. I'm going to read some messages. And, you know, if, if there's any uh, questions within those, I'll try to answer them to the best of my ability. I'm going to start off with a recent Twitter DM that I got from uh, a young person. I don't know their age, but a person named Levi. So Levi reached out to me on the uh, Down by the Creek Twitter. That's at uh, the Creek Pod if you have any questions or just want to reach out in any kind of way at the Creek Pod. The message reads, hey, man, quick question for the finale. What made you choose Dawson's Creek to make a podcast about? Don't get me wrong. It's my all time favorite show for reasons I've never quite understood. I discovered the Creek as a youngster in the early 2000s when they used to air it on at lunchtime in the UK. Oh, in the UK, did they? I was hooked from the first viewing. Bought all the DVD box sets. Hope you continue this crazy journey as I'm excited for the... <laughs> as I'm excited for you to get to the end. And one last question, old chap. That I thought might be fun for you to hypothesize now, then reflect upon at the end. How do you think it ends? Where are the characters in life? Who's with who? Does Dawson get sent down for mass murder? I got Australian there. Thank you for making this one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, Levi, thank you for the awesome uh, message. Um, I don't know. I really don't know why I picked Dawson's Creek. In all honesty, I was talking to my fiance, and I had a random thought in my head that I wanted to hear Paula Cole's I Don't Want to Wait, but I wonder if they have like a dance mix to it. You know, like they up-tempoed it a bit or something, made it more like a share song. I looked on YouTube. I found what ended up being the intro music to the podcast which you're hearing right now um and when i heard that i was like oh wow that's awesome i like this i think that would be an awesome podcast intro song and then i was like you know something i've never watched dawson's creek and then i was like well if i made a dawson's creek podcast this is the music i could use as the intro so that's you know anybody who has a podcast knows <laughs> this is like first thing is intro song music that's the number one thing a podcaster thinks about and then all the other stuff just falls into place as podcasters do all those veteran podcasters you know what i'm saying you find that music first subject whatever that stuff is secondary the music how are you coming into your show that's the number one uh on the to-do list for podcasters we all know that veteran podcasters you know what i'm talking about all you guys out there who think i sound crazy you clearly aren't a seasoned veteran podcast, and that's the problem. You're speaking on things that you're uninformed on. But, uh, yeah, so that's kind of the long and short of it. I wanted to hear Paula Coles, I Don't Want to Wait, but in a dance mix kind of style, 
found it. And then I was like, you know something? I never watched that show uh, from beginning to end, even though I just kind of know about the show. I'm going to watch that show, and then I'm going to do a podcast about it. And here we are. Season one down, five more seasons or so to go, and we're going to keep it going. As far as the other questions that you asked, how do I think it ends? I already know how it ends. I mean, at least, I mean, I don't know any character journeys or anything like that, but I know the decision as I think I've alluded to or said just outright in previous episodes, I know the decision just because this show is massive. I know how, how it ends in that way. But as far as like what they do, if Dawson becomes the next, if he becomes Dawson's uh, origin story is that of JJ Abrams and he becomes like Hollywood golden boy or something like that. I don't know. Pacey, if he just becomes like a mechanic in Cape side and never goes anywhere in life, if Joey becomes a writer or something. I don't know any of those kinds of things. If I had to speculate, I would say, I don't know. Jen eventually moves back to New York because she should get the fuck out of this town. Uh, Joey probably settles sadly and never leaves this town and chooses to stay in Cape side for a boy. And I know what boy that is, but um, for somebody who, I don't know if that journey, I will be at peace with her decision or if I'll feel like, Man, she could have gone and become a teacher in Italy or something. Left this town like she always wanted to. She's so smart and so driven to be bigger than this town. And I feel like her journey ends in this town like because of a boy. And that makes me sad. But maybe the journey proves me wrong. Dawson, I'm sure everything turns out right for this guy, except for the decision doesn't go his way. I do know that. But I'm sure other than that, he probably has a film a movie about to premiere at the uh you know south by southwest or some kind of Cannes film festival and that's how the show ends like he has a movie it's done has interest they're not going to outright make him a famous movie director at the you know by the time the show ends but like i feel like the finale of dawson's creek is dawson being like uh yeah i'm going to aspen for sundance I could be wrong and whatever. It's, that's why I like to speculate wildly and not get too far ahead. I think that this show ends in everything going Dawson's way except for one thing, right? And other than that, um, those are the only characters that I can really think of right now. I do think that uh, Doug comes out of the closet at some point. I do really genuinely believe that. D Pacey just makes too many homo homophobic jokes for it for them to not come back around full circle and it turned out, oh, Pacey was actually right this whole time. And it actually, he's fully accepting of his brother, but he was just kind of goading him and, 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 and shaming him into accepting himself in some kind of weird way. Pacey will be the hero. Um, and do I think Dawson gets sent down for murder? No, of course not, because the best serial killers never get caught. And as a matter of fact, the best serial killers, you never even can really say for sure that they were serial killers and that is the mystery and the darkness of Dawson is that there will always be I feel like there will always be these clues interwoven throughout each season where I can go adding that to the board I have a board in my podcast studio with red red strings tied to different theories and clippings of newspapers and every season that wall that that wall is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger but I'm never going to be able to say for sure Dawson was a serial killer so no I don't ever think he goes down for murder but I think some murders happen in Cape Side. I think that more serial killer type of situations like we saw in episode 11 happen. 
And I think that Dawson will always be in the, you know, the nucleus of all these situations in the center. Everything's revolving around him. And I'll always have my theories, but I'll never be. He's my white whale. Dawson Leary is my white whale. And I will chase him until I draw my last breath. But I will never catch him. And I accept that. Thank you, Levi, for your uh, uh, Twitter DM. I hope I answered some questions. And I hope you continue to enjoy the podcast. Now, um, this is typically the point where I thank my last Creeks guest, but my last Creeks guest was myself. So what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to take this time to thank all of my incredible guests that I've had this season. What a season has been the favors I've called in. Um, I can't thank these people enough. They showed up and we, I had a great time with each of them talking about this crazy show. We're going to kick things off with Polly Katowski from the Murder Squad. Thank you so much. She's also got a new job producing a new podcast, Life After Happy Face. Congratulations to her. Wishing her nothing but all the success in the world. She's such an amazing person and much love to Polly Katowski. She's always been a supportive person, looked out, and and she's awesome. Uh, next on the list, we got to go to oh, an amazing and talented actress and one half of hashtag booked my girl lanisa frederick beautiful soul hilarious person great social media presence killing the game and voice acting television acting you catch her on you turn your tv on you'll probably catch her on something incredibly talented had a wonderful time talking to lanisa about axe body spray and all the stuff we got into she's amazing thank you lanisa shout out to you you're welcome back anytime much love, girl. Keep doing your thing. Up next, we got my uh, true crime podcast, Obi-Wan Kenobi. She's like Obi-Wan Kenobi to me. We got Laura Norton from The Fall Line. Laura has been incredibly supportive and helpful in my podcast journey, not only with this podcast, but I host another podcast that she's always supporting and riding for and asking me to do stuff for her podcast. Laura Norton's always been a supporter. She's a fantastic person. She's an incredibly hardworking person. She's an incredibly caring person and is very meticulous in making sure that she gets the job done in terms of her true crime podcasting, but with respect to the victims and their families. And that's very important. So shout out to Laura Norton. Thank you so much for coming on this podcast and being silly and fun. And I think that people got to see you in a different light than they typically do. And I think that's always fun. And she's a headbanger. Shout out to Laura. Up next, we got a top two Steven, and he's not two Steven. We got Steven Ray Morris from My Favorite Murder. Um, Steven has become a very, I, I, I would go as far as to say that we're friends. I've never met Steven in person, but I think we get along very well. And I think that we will meet in person someday. And that day will be full of hilarity and good times. The only real Steven that goes by Steven coming up on his tails is probably Steven Seagal. But Steven Ray Morris is better than Steven Seagal. Let's just admit it, okay? Steven Seagal's got like two good movies. Everything else, he's just standing and in place and letting all the action come to him and doing fake fights. Steven Ray Morris, not only does he do all of his own stunts, his mustache is out of this world. And when he cuts that mustache off, even the stubble of that mustache is still better than anything Steven Seagal's ever done in his career. Up next, on episode six, it I was guested by my wonderful fiance, Sierra Fath. Um, we had a great time talking about uh, this insane show that I turned her on to and started. she started watching it. So um, shout out to her for uh, guesting and you know uh, help, helping me out that week. That was really kind of her. Up next, we got Melissa from Moms and Murder. 
wonderful episode actually that episode was insane that was she she guessed it for detention which was up until this point the craziest episode of the season i had a great time talking with melissa and getting to know her and um i hope she's doing well i hope that her mini podcast continue to kill it she's crushing it doesn't need any shout outs or spotlights from me of course but i'm very appreciative that she came and stopped by the the, uh, the podcast for a little bit thank you very much up next we got a person who uh reached out to me i was blown away by their social media presence i think they have all of the makings for a great podcaster and i will support them until they get to that point and i hope that they do because they're incredibly talented we have uh nasim khalili she guested on episode eight boyfriend uh nasim is incredibly talented she's funny she's genuine she's an awesome person check out her podcast nostalgia um, we, I guessed it on her podcast. We did a nineties cartoon kind of basketball tournament style bracket to see who's the, you know, the King slash queen of the nineties cartoon era. Who's the best cartoon that I think that came out really well. And it was very fun. Shout out to you, Nassim. I hope you're doing well up next. We got, uh, uh, one of my favorite episodes of the season. They're all my favorites, but this one was particularly very fun. And with people I've never met before. And we ended up I feel like we had an immediate connection and had an immediate great time. Um, so that made me very happy as well. We had Kimberly and Katie from uh, Date with Dateline podcast. They're killing it as well. Took time out. It was the first time I had two guests on at once and it went smoothly. You know, it made me feel confident that we could do that. Like we could open it up. It doesn't have to just be two guests. It could be three guests, maybe four guests. Let's not, let's not get crazy and say five, but maybe four guests even. While Kimberly is a diehard stan, Katie had never seen an episode a day in her life, which made for this great dynamic and questions, but answers at the same time and some wonderful theories on that episode as well. And I think that they'll definitely be back for season two, hopefully, but um, they both seem very interested in coming back on. And um, for my other podcast, I'll be going to Vegas for CrimeCon and they'll be there as well. So I'll possibly get to meet them for the first time. So that'll be fun. Shout out to you, Katie. Shout out to you, Kimberly. Can't wait to see you guys in Viva Las Vegas. Up next for episode 10, we had Annalise Nelson. I kept calling her Annalise because I'm a country bumpkin, but Annalise was fantastic. Uh, they were very knowledgeable of the show, wrote fan fiction, uh, sang a song on their social media that got me all juiced up for the episode because it was one of the songs that was in the episode. And um, I had a great time with Annalise. They were so knowledgeable. I had such a fun time and hopefully have them on again in the future. Another member of the Exactly Right podcast network team over there and uh, a great person that I got to meet and, you know, kick it with for a bit. Scare Tactics holds a special place in my heart because Paul from that age, well, we that age gelled. Oh, that was terrible. Um, But I'm going to keep it in. I'm not going to cut it. I'm going to keep it going. Me and Paul gelled in a way that was very fun for me comedically. I think that we were on the same wavelength for a lot of things. It made for some great podcasting. I hope to have Paul on again as well with his co-host Erica whenever they want to come on. They're welcome whenever because you have the Paul stamp. I've never met his co-host or spoken to her. But after, I mean, the time that I had with Paul when if if he can bring somebody else on that'll make him feel comfortable and that he feels is is as quick as he is then it'll be a match made in heaven we'll just all be in a great big old threesome having a comedic uh three-way if you know what i mean uh shout out to paul check out that age well fantastic podcast and then last week of course it was just myself so now 
uh, I'm sure you guys are all wondering who's my guest for the finale, right? I mean, you know, uh, um, I, I, you know, I alluded to, I alluded to some things. Uh, I hinted that it might be Abby Morgan. Sadly, no, it's not Abby Morgan because she's a fictional character. Of course, it's not Abby Morgan. My guest for the finale of Down by the Creek and Dawson's Creek simultaneously. Oh, man, I'm so excited for you guys to hear this. You have no idea. Um, this person is a returning guest. And if you have listened to all the episodes, you'll notice that I, there was one name that I had not mentioned. Um, the first time that they guested on this podcast, did not know them. Only talked to them on social media. Um, and all by all accounts, it was positive interactions and they seemed like a nice person and I listened to their podcast. So I, you know, I thought I had a good feel for the type of person that they were after that podcast, that person has since gone on to, I would genuinely say has become a good friend of mine. Uh, we laugh, we, we, we send each other, uh, pictures of uh, crazy haunted statues that we find on Reddit and, and eBay. Um, and there was just nobody that I felt made more sense to have a full circle for the finale than who I started this whole thing with. There's no such thing as a coincidence. That's right. There's no such thing as a coincidence. And it just felt proper that the way I started it should be the way that I ended. So next creek for the Dawson's Creek down by the creek finale, I will be adjoined by Amanda fucking Jacobson. That's right, folks. Amanda Jacobson, one third of Wine and Crime, an incredibly hilarious person, uh, very blue hair, great spectacles. She is uh, one of my favorite podcasters in the world. She's so funny and quick and, and real and genuine and... Uh, to be honest, while you're listening to this, the episode has already been recorded and it was so fun and I can't wait for you guys to hear it next creek. Thank you guys so much for all the incredible support. We're not quite done yet because I did want to read a couple of emails, but I just, you know, I just wanted to get that out there and get people excited for the finale, man. It's been a journey, 13 episodes. And now after, after this season, 20 plus for the rest of the way. Um, thank you guys so much for the journey. Before we get out of here, I'm going to read a couple of emails and then we're going to take off, right? So this email is from Madison L. Okay. Shout out to Madison L. Thank you, Madison, for uh, writing in. The email reads, Alvin, first of all, Down by the Creek has become one of my favorite pods. So thank you for the laughs and the excuse to rewatch Dawson's Creek. I think about this every episode and I just heard episode 11 and when Paul defended our girl Jan Arden's song, I knew it was time to write in and express my support for it. Oh wow, we got a we got a we got a Stan we got a Stan Arden here. Okay, we got a Jan Arden Stan. <clears throat> I continue and shout out to Paul again. Great episode. Now I know it's no. I don't want to wait, and I don't like how you put that in quotations. It felt snarky, but I'll continue. But hear me out. I was born in 1993, so when Dawson's Creek first aired, I was still in the days of 90s Nickelodeon, Disney Channel, etc. And so was I, Madison, by the way, but that's fine. I'm going to let you continue. I'm going to let you get your thought off, but I was born in 1992, so same about the age, but it's still, I don't want to wait. But I'll, I'll let you get your, th get your thing off. Get your, get, your, get your theory out there. I want to see where this goes. I first watched the show during my sophomore year of college, binging it on Netflix. I was a little confused because obviously I had never heard the jokes and references to the theme song over the years. 
So when I started watching it and the theme song was Run Like Mad, I keep, I keep calling it On the Run, by the way. So this is the first time I'm even seeing that it, that's what it's called. And that's how little I care about the um, the song. But, you know, no disrespect to Jan Arden. I'm sorry that I've been getting the, <laughs> I'm sorry I've been getting the title of your song wrong. But I hate it, so I'm kind of not sorry. But so Run Like Mad is the song. Uh so uh, Madison continues, when I started watching the show and I, I heard that the theme song was run like mad instead, I thought it was odd, but figured maybe they changed songs throughout the run of the show or something. I watched the whole show and then finally the last two episodes of the series had I Don't Want to Wait as the theme song. Then I was really confused because what kind of show only changes the theme song for two episodes? And if it was only, and if it was only two episodes, why was it such a popular reference? Eventually, I learned the truth, that the song was changed for streaming sites, but to me, the theme song, In My Heart, When I Think of Dawson's Creek, is always Run Like Mad. Madison, I, I, when you associate Dawson's Creek with Run Like Mad, are you mad, Dyson? <laughs> That's crazy. Even though I know it's not the real one, she, she goes on to say. So now when I get to those last two episodes, Paula Cole just sounds like she doesn't belong. Oh, Madison, you're just making me so angry with your words that you're making me furious, Madison. Paula Cole doesn't feel like she belongs. <laughs> Perhaps if I do another rewatch once Paula Cole is officially back, and I don't know if this is fake news or not, guys. I mean, at this point, it still hasn't happened. This might have been a lie put out there to drum up streams for Dawson's Creek or something. This changeover has not happened at all. But she, but she's saying maybe once the uh, the streaming sites change over the version, that will change my mind. I just finished my fourth rewatch of the show, which I started with the intention of following along with the podcast, and then I immediately failed and just binged it instead. My first time through, I was wholeheartedly Team Dawson because the show sets you up to think he's a good guy. And I let myself get swept up in the, in the teen drama and romance. The second and third times, I became increasingly Team Pacey. But this time watching it while hearing your commentary and theories about Dawson really brought it to a whole new light and made the, the rewatch even funnier. I will say that I do start to hate Dawson less as the seasons go on, but I am still firmly Team Pacey. Love the show and can't wait to hear your reactions as you get further into the wild world of Capeside. All the best, Madison. Madison, thank you so much for the incredibly uh, well-written email. Um, I really felt your passion for Dawson's Creek in those words. And um, you don't get a pass. What you said is absolute insanity. Uh, Run Like Mad is... A replacement song it's never the true song and the fact that you feel that way makes me concerned for your well-being and i think we need to get the song that is rightfully supposed to be there in its rightful place so that you can get out of this you're look you're like through the looking glass man you're like you're an upside down world you're where alice goes you're, you're hanging out with the mad hatter you're the madison hatter okay you are the madison hatter trying to convince everyone that daytime is nighttime and up is down and uh top hats are cool you're the, you're the problem madison and you need to be corrected and that is the solution to that is Paula Cole's I don't want to wait being put in its rightful place so you can understand what the universe is like when it's at balance. 
And I hope that for you, Madison, because you're walking around topsy-turvy and crazy. Paula Cole doesn't seem like she belongs. What? Run Like Mad is the, the only odd man out in this equation. And you need to learn that. The universe needs balance. There's no such thing as a coincidence. There's no such thing as a coincidence, Madison. Also, I know I said I had an email, but I was wrong. I actually have a, a review that made me happy, so I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to get out of here. Uh, this review is from JPLC underscore original. The title of the review is What I Needed. This is a very short but sweet review, but it, like I said, it made me happy. I heard about this podcast from Kimberly and Katie from Date with Dateline, and I loved it. I tried other podcasts about Dawson's Creek, and it was a bust. This one is the best. Down-to-earth opinions and critical. Love it. Thank you, JPLC underscore original. Uh, we are the People's Creek cast. I'm, sta I'm, I'm planting our flag in the dirt right now. All these other Dawson's Creek podcasts, they're fine. They're funny. They're good. But right here, this is where you get thought-provoking theories, down-to-earth opinions, genuine confusion. <laughs> on an on a episode to episode basis I just found out two episodes That every season isn't 13 episodes Who else in the Dawson's Creek podcast world Can say that Who else could say they're that uneducated about Dawson's Creek That they thought every episode of every season Was 13 episodes Nowhere else do you get those kinds of revelations Like I said folks Before I get out of here Thank you so much for the support Thank you so much This has been an incredible first season The first season of Dawson's Creek has been incredibly nuts Next Creek, Amanda Jacobson, Alvin Williams, episode 13, Decision, Insane, the most dramatic episode of the season, Bombs Drop, Acting Tour de Force is put on display, shout out to Michelle Williams, shout out to Katie Holmes, incredible performances in episode 13, and I can't wait for you guys to hear my thoughts on them. But until next time, see you guys next Creek, thank you so much.